Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 101. And away. We go. Step up to the break. We got MJP and Green Man and Supreme and Chipping and Chip Team. From my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up to date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live. Are you ready to rock? So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? From the fans to the fans, let me hit the crowd. Pop, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. So take a shot. Patiac, one hundred and one. Like I just mentioned, the brand new chapter of a shot of wrestling. I am your host at Michael J. Putty. Welcome to episode one hundred and one. Like I mentioned for the third time, uh, I mentioned last week. If you were listening to episode one hundred, Green Man is not here this week. Green Man is now transitioning into the corporate offices of a shot of wrestling and Omega Studios. He is settling into his office, getting acclimated. Putting the picture of his kids on his desk, his wife, settling in nice, making phone calls, correcting the numbers, but I'm here in studio to produce the product that he's pushing. So welcome. Thank you for listening. And one of the benefits of Green Man not being here is finally, finally, I can take down that no girls allowed sign he posted out front in the studio for some weird reason. I mean, we're not, it's not a treehouse and we're not 12. So... Please welcome, sitting in the green man's chair, the green chair, as we call it, the very first female to darken the doorways of Omega hey, Studios. Hey. Melissa, how you been? I'm good. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. How you been? How's everything going? Things are good. Loving the studio. Loving that we get to watch some Royal Rumble throwbacks right now. And what year was it? 1999, We're right? in 99, yeah. We're watching. I mean, you, pick this, you pick this year as random, and it's one of the best ones. It's... It really is one of the best ones. So We're watching Big Boss Man. Kudos to you. And the road dog, Jesse James. Comfortably good to go. I mean, Super comfy. You Green Man's are, chair is comfortable. You really are the best host. Green Man didn't feel the same way, so I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> you had to really, you know, pull out all the stops for the first female on the show. Historic. Yeah. The first female. I'm incredibly proud. Welcome. Here we are. You know, I had to get make sure, I had to clean. I had to Febreze the studio. <laughs> I had to vacuum. You really pulled out all the stops for me, I could tell. It smells you know, super fresh. It's supposed to. Not our, only are you on a historic episode of being the first female yes. to be on A Shot of Wrestling. It's an action Packed Newsweek. Oh, my God. So much going on. Oh, no pressure at all, too. So we were coming on, just going to have some Royal Rumble predictions, and then... Yeah, like four days ago until <laughs> shit came loose. <laughs> Literally every day, something went down in Early the wrestling day, something world. happened, yeah. I'm like, all day, every day. And you yeah. mentioned how your, your phone was blowing up an ESPN notifications. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The ESPN notifications are normally just some football, baseball boringness, but not this week. WWE had a lot going on. A lot. Way too much. We'll get into that later. Yeah. But now this is your first time on A Shot of Wrestling. It is. You've done podcasts before? I did one. Which one? One podcast. I did Organized Chaos Radio with my friend Anthony. Okay. Anthony D. Domenico, who is an amazing stand-up comic. Yeah, I didn't ask for the whole full plug. I'm going to throw it 
about him because listen, he's a really big wrestling fan. Okay. Like I said, we had this conversation earlier. He had the privilege of opening for Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He did. He told me about that. Yeah. yeah. For a, so was Hacksaw doing a comedy bit? Yeah, he was doing a whole comedy show. And Anthony, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, a stand-up comedian. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Um, I met him a couple times. You yeah. never mentioned Well, that I mean, Mick Foley's doing stand-up. Dolph Ziggler, Dolph right? Ziggler is a big stand-up have you seen Dolph person. I have not seen him yet, no. I've not heard a review yet. I'm curious. I, I, I would love to see it. I feel like it would be quite a moment. It would. <laughs> yeah. So now, you're not just here on the show. You know, you have a bit on the show. Let's get to know you a little bit. As Green Man says, Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. You ready for this? In the hot seat. Question number one. Ready. What's your first uh, professional wrestling memory? My first wrestling memory? Probably WrestleMania 12. Okay. Yeah. So that was the Iron Man match with yep. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. That was the moment that I will always remember because I was a big Shawn Michaels fan. Always. Okay. I kind of grew up as... as Spoiler the, to the next question coming I, up. Okay. I, well, I'm just saying. Right, if you're going to ask my favorite wrestler, I'm going to throw you really bit. Don't, so. don't worry about it. Just, yeah, no, this okay. Go, 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 go. <laughs> so my mother was and will always be a huge Bret Hart fan. So Your mother, that, yeah. So that she's was, a wrestling fan herself. She is. Okay. She didn't really have a choice. I mean, I'm an oh, only, so she watched because of you. I'm an only child to a yeah. single parent. That's just how it went. When I needed those pay per views to come through for In Your House for mm-hmm. 19.99, she was the woman I had to beg every month. Okay. So she had to watch with me. Oh well. Okay. So my biggest. I watched pay per views. Yeah. My parents just went to their bedroom and watched something else. <laughs> yeah, so that's she, that's cool. She got yeah. into it. She got into it with me, and that's when she developed her little crush on Bret Hart. Okay. And I always had my little childhood thing for Shawn Michaels. So when WrestleMania 12 came about, that was when the rivalry mm-hmm. really began in the uh-huh. house. And of course, as we know, Shawn won. Damn right. And it was a little tough in the house for a little bit. It got it was weird. And then we thought that it would get better. And of course, we went from 96 to 97. Mm-hmm. And then we got into the Survivor Series chaos. Mm-hmm. So me and mom were not okay for at least two years, thanks to Shawn Michaels well, and two Bret years. Hart. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, Vince. Well, my next question was, <laughs> I noticed talking to wrestling fans throughout the years, there is an unspoken, indivisible line. It's Team Shawn Michaels or Team Bret Hart. Oh, yeah. So obviously, you know what team you're on. It's a real rivalry. You know what team your mom's on. Have you noticed that, though? Have you, yeah. Are your friends like one or the other? Because oh, all my yeah. friends are one team or the other. Oh, yeah. It's like Yankees Red Sox. It's, yes. It's super deep. Yes. People start yelling and we start fighting with each other. And I say how much I love Sean. And people tell me how much I love Brett. And, and oh, my God, what Sean did to the Canadian flag was just way too far. And also blah, called blah, genius. Blah. And I'm like, well, that was called amazing because you remember it 10 to 15 Great years later. Yeah. Right. So those are the things that I love so much. And it's like. You you can't even get mad at those types of rivalries, but everybody goes and we all fight each other. It's like the Subway series of wrestling. It's a great analogy. <laughs> so who are you some of your besides Shawn Michaels? Right. Who are some of your favorite wrestlers of all time? Love Jericho. Off okay. And Good pick. I'm super determined to go on his cruise because it sounds really amazing. Yeah, it does, right? It sounds really, really awesome. Also super expensive. I gotta start saving up. It's 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 expensive, but at the same time you think about they're going to put a wrestling ring on a cruise ship. Yeah. Kind of need to be on that cruise ship. He just had until the other day. I know it's not going on anymore, but it was like $150 to reserve a cabin. And when you did, your name was on the list. 
Ooh. And Isn't that it being was on the a, list a bad thing, though? That was a big deal. Yeah, but you're like buying your way onto like Jericho. I don't want to buy myself on a bad thing, though. I, I would totally pay money to be on Jericho's shit list. Why not? That's mm-hmm. fun. I don't know. <laughs> I think it'd be a All good All right, so you got show marks, Chris Jericho. Anybody else? Love Jericho. Love Jeff Hardy. Um, See, I'm a Matt guy. You're that's nor see and that's a the rivalry. Guy. Big time Matt. That's like guy. Mets Yankees. Everybody goes Matt or Jeff, and I'm a Jeff person. I don't know many Matt guys though. Besides myself, Nobody's before Broken Hardy and TNA, I didn't know any Matt I don't guys. Want to talk about Broken Hardy. We don't have to. I'm just broken. Saying, I'm just saying before broken, that. I I don't know any Matt guys. No, sudden that happened. Everyone's a Matt fan. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> My bandwagon is small yeah. and intimate. Don't don't try to hype. Get off my wagon. Yeah, get the <laughs> I got two words for you. Get out. Well, I always loved Jeff. I always felt like he was the one that, especially in the latter matches, mm-hmm, he was like, course, "I'm yeah. going to be the one that's going to completely risk." The pretty my one. Ass that's right. Just, like he was the one that just didn't give a hell. For Many anything. females. What's your favorite female? Uh, before it was Lita. A big Lita fan. Okay, so you're now, a team Lita. Well, I mean, for Trish. for anybody, of course, that doesn't have any idea what I look like, I am that tattooed female. That's true. So Lita was a huge influence. Like she was that really cool girl with the dyed hair and the really big kind of UFO looking pants that I totally wore in high school. I see that, and the U- and the whale yeah, tail sticking out. Oh my god! And then the little like G string up top right. and the whole thing. And you know, I loved her. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm a big uh, Becky Lynch fan. Yeah, Becky Lynch is cool, but she's not really seemed to be like... Well, she was away for a little bit. Mainstream. She's doing the movie thing, and I'm hoping that now that she's back and she's going to... Kick probably, class? Yeah, hopefully she'll kick a little last. Well, I you hope know? so. Love redheads, so I'm hoping. <laughs> the, the Asuka hype is very, oh, very God. real. I'm over Asuka. I'm, I'm over it, and I'm, I'm mainly over it because everybody made me over it. It was kind of like mm-hmm. that rap single that everybody loves, so it's on every radio station every five seconds. It was like, we get it. Mm-hmm. Asuka has this great record. It's undefeated, yeah. Undefeated, okay. we know. It's awesome, but we cannot act like this entire women's revolution is just going to revolve around her at this point. It's not. just too much. She has a really awesome theme song, and I'm just going to end it there. <laughs> Speaking of theme songs, talked off air. Great transition. Yeah. Christian being one of my favorite theme songs. Yes, we did. And there's a bunch of others I keep going on online about it. So good. What are some of your favorite theme songs? I knew because you're rocking out to the Hardys, even though it wasn't me playing. <laughs> I'm like, you're, I saw you bought I what, what, had the Hardys theme song in my head. Yeah, but it wasn't even playing on in the radio. Yeah. Was it playing on the TV? It's it weird. Just... I love that one. Yeah, anything that gets you like physically hyped where you have to get up and dance and do the whole thing. So I was at the show in Nassau Coliseum where they did the Superstar Shake-Up. Recently, okay. Yeah, Yeah, so that was the first time the Hardys came out other than the actual pay-per-views. So I lost my mind, of course, and I did the whole dance and everything. Mm -hmm. So that was a big song for me. I love... So you're pumping the... Oh, yeah, the the the, the shotgun... Fingers and the whole thing. Were you, drunk, uh, were you drunk at the time? I mean, it's Nassau Coliseum. You, yes, can't, okay. you can't really go to Long Island and not show up drunk. Like, what else are you going to do there? That's true. I grew up there. I grew up in Suffolk County. So if okay. you're not drinking, you're sleeping. Well said. Okay. That's kind of how it goes. So, um, so what other theme songs yeah, do you like? I love Edge's theme song. Metaling- which I one? The Metalingus one, I always right? love the Metalingus one. Of course. That's a classic. Always. I like Kevin Owens' song. It's stupid. No. Because Boring. It's just... The second it hits, you're annoyed. Okay. And that's why I love it. 
Like, look, like I am annoyed. I see your face right now, and the wow. second I say Kevin Owens oh, theme yeah, song, it's like you hear it in your head, and you're pissed already. And I'm like, oh, I love that. I love that. I love uh, Charlotte Flair's song just because I think it's really awesome that she made kind of like a techno that's Flair great yeah. thing. I it, think that's, that's really cool. Like Curtis Axel went and he remixed yeah. Mr. Perfect's song. That was and great until they fucked him up. <laughs> But I like it. I, and uh, That's good, yeah. of course, when it comes to actual entrances, I'm a big uh, demon, Finn Balor. Yeah. The actual Ugh. entrance. The song doesn't do much. You mean for the rip me. off of the Boogeyman? It's the same shit. It's not the Boogeyman because it's nobody. Pi- uh, smoke, red then, lights, crawling in all fours. Speaking of the Boogeyman, who just happened to be on on Monday, spitting worms in people's faces oh, again. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know how that works. I, I still can't figure it out to this day. He inhaled day. worms and spat them out, and they were still moving. As soon as he came out on Monday, I looked really close to his face, and I'm like, this is the day that I figure out these aren't real worms. Oh, but they're real. But they're real. Yeah. Oh. Been trying to figure it out. Nope. Never mind. Enough about wrestling. Tell us a little about yourself. I am a 32-year-old single woman. Thank oh, you. single ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I am the manager of a chiropractic and massage therapy office okay. in Midtown Manhattan. Times Square? Uh, it's more towards Rockefeller Center. Ooh, okay, just, yeah, just a the, city. Okay. No, I, I can't be near Times This is crowded. We're not going to be near WWF New York anytime soon. Man, greatest of all time. I would do anything for that place to come Me back. too. Oh, man. I'll never ne- ate there, but... I went there when it first opened and the waitress had the exact same first name as me. And I okay. literally bribed her for her name tag. And? And she gave it to me. How much? No, she just put it in the check. Oh, shut which up, Which I yeah. very much appreciated. So I have it? like a wrestling child. Yeah. Wow. So I have this nice little WWF New York name tag that just says Melissa. That's cool. And I bought a hoodie that probably cost way more gray? than my mother ever wanted. And I think I got some JR barbecue I got, a, I got a gray WWF New York hoodie. I'm like, I thought about bringing it out because I was looking for my XFL hoodie. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> but uh, I couldn't find it, but I found my WWF. F New York hoodie and uh, oh the XFL good times yeah don't not yet not yet you know I'm at, I'm at the edge of my seat just ready oh I know <laughs> that's it anything else you want to tell us about it yourself you good just a regular girl I'm like I said I'm pretty super tattooed purple hair yeah, and you got the sleeves yeah I do have some tattoo sleeves and they are some you get too that's all you can do yeah. with sleeves uh, well no I have one. Full sleeve. Okay. And then I have one half sleeve. Are you getting the full one? But no. No, no, no. So you're keeping I, half. Yeah, we're going to keep that as a half. Is the half the one with the cartoon characters? No, the full one is the one with my Rocco's Modern Life, my Hey Arnold, my Doug, my Butters from South Park, which is Butters. apparently the most popular yeah. tattoo I've ever gotten. Butters is pretty cool. I love Butters. Of all the characters Captain, I have. Captain Chaos, but. Ugh, Professor Chaos. Professor, thank you. No, well, I'm planning to put the gold chain around Butter's neck so that he is Pimp Butter's. Wow. Because when he was Pimp Butter's, he, you could not mess with him. That's attention to detail. <laughs> and I have Daria and Jane and a couple other things I threw on there. Do you have a favorite tattoo? I know, I, people who have tattoos hate that question, but do you have a favorite one? I think my favorite is Butter's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, I, he just has that little innocent face. Then you have a barrage. Of cartoon characters on your arm, like yes. you just mentioned. Yeah. Was that all one tattoo, or did they have to break it up? So we did all the cartoon characters at the same time. Okay, and that's your favorite tattoo then? So far. You getting more? Oh, yeah. you have anywhere else besides your arms? Oh, yeah. I have my I have my leg done. I have a couple on my back. I, I have a plenty of... Do you have a tramp stamp? No, no. Green Man does. No, and I believe that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all do. 
Well, you're the, our first female heading into the first female Royal Rumble. Oof. You know, if, if you pay attention to the news and pretty much anything else on TV, there's a groundswell headline in Hollywood about women's rights. Oh, yeah. Equality. Hashtag time's up. Yep. Do you think the Women's Royal Rumble is a product of that? Or do you think the Women's Royal Rumble would have been going on no matter what was going I on? I think it was on its way. Was it? Yeah. I think that it probably got its push to come up now with, of course, like you said, Time's Up and, and the Me Too mm. and a lot of women stepping up and really trying to empower just everything that has to do with us as a gender. But I think that as we're, I mean, we're moving forward on this anyway. We already had the women's money in the bank. We already had the cage matches. Everything was moving forward. The forerunner of women's equality, right? I almost feel like, you know, whether this was something that was going on in the public eye or not, this was going to happen in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Wrestling was evolving no matter what. And the women were killing it. And really coming out and really just smashing it away from like this whole bra and panties nonsense. And, you know, they, they've just been taking it and running with it. And I think no matter what was going on in the country or anything that had to do with gender equality and blah, 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 this was this was coming. And Stephanie was making sure of it. That's for damn sure. Can I sound disgusting for a minute? I missed the bra and panties matches in the show. I mean, I used to think it was really funny when I would play the video game and we'd play yes. the, uh, the pillow fight matches. Pillow fights, bra and, and panties matches. It was yeah. like you had to get the pillow <laughs> and knock the hell out of this woman to win a match. That's that's what women's matches were on the video games. You had to take that big ass pillow, smack him in the head three or four times, and that was, was it a, a KO. pillow or a pole match, right? Wasn't it? There were pole matches. Yeah. There were the bra and panty matches. We Remember had to those. go and like instead those. of yeah, of yes. course you do. I'm positive. <laughs> Graphic sucked. I, I, I want a bra and panties match on the Xbox 360. <laughs> Not 360, Xbox uh, One. But, did uh, you make like Brian Panties Iron Man matches to make sure they lasted 60 minutes and all that good stuff? What? what? <laughs> no, that's disgusting that's and perverted. Appa- I know, that's like feminism. Super, that's disgusting. Super appalling, but you're like, that was an amazing idea. I didn't fucking do Trish Stratus versus Lita nonstop just to see what happens. Listen, we all did. And we all played those matches where everybody, like the whole point of winning the game was to literally pull their shirts and pants but off. But yet when they pulled their shirt off, it was exactly the same thing, only in like white or pink yeah it, it was like it was like the top part of d malenko all of a yeah. sudden you were like oh okay that's great well this match needs to end immediately so when you heard about the woman's royal rumble did you as a woman did you feel anything was it like about time or like like i said i i felt like it was coming mm-hmm. when they had the, the women's money in the bank you had a feeling something was coming and then of course it, it ended in such a weird way once elzor decided to step in and go and basically steal the money in the bank from the women you know it was this really big deal and now i'm really wondering where they're going to go with this royal rumble match because you know stephanie has now involved herself as a commentator mm-hmm. so whenever i think of stephanie i think how is triple h going to get involved in this match okay and your thoughts are my thoughts are that stephanie is going to enter this royal rumble and in mm. some way i kind of hope that she does in a way i feel like she should she's earned her right to be in there She's she really is kind of pushing for these ladies a little bit. So I think we got to know you pretty well. I would hope so. I think we did. <laughs> I think we'll learn get, more as we go on. You know. We will, hopefully. <laughs> let's get down to business. Uh, many people have asked me personally over the last twenty something episodes why I don't do interviews anymore. Green Man handle, handles the interviews exclusively. It's because I have a set schedule in my personal and professional life. I have a set schedule at work nine to five. Green Man's more flexible. These professional wrestlers have flexible schedules as well. So I don't feel like I gotta handcuff them and why should I they accommodate to my schedule? Right. 
there are guests. Let's accommodate to theirs. Mr. Green Man has done a bang-up job getting these interviews week in and week out. So although he's in our corporate offices now, Green Man is still going to deliver to you these interviews of these classic indie standouts. And of course, he's legends as Brooklyn Brawler in episode 100. But Green Man also interviews local talents here in the tri-state New York City area. And I was wanting to get him to interview talents elsewhere. Let's expand our audiences. There are a lot of indie standouts in the Midwest, in the South, in the West Coast. Well, finally, we have expanded by coastal Green Man has interviewed a standout from California. Mr. Moneysworth himself, the wrestling Jesus, the best ever, Sammy Guevara. Michael J. Putty, we kicked off episode 100 with a bang. But on episode 101, we are looking towards the future. And we're looking for the future stars to bring him on today to a shot of wrestling. So, Michael J. Putty, I've always wanted to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, a shot of wrestling proudly brings to you from Houston, Texas, Mr. Money's Worth, the best ever international superstar, Sammy Guevara. How are you, my man? I'm good. I'm good, man. Uh, I, I thought you were going to be like, what's up, Sammy? All I was going to do is just say hi. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me like, super great intro. I thought it'd just be fun to be like, "Hi." Well, hi. How no, are man. you? Good. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm chill, man. What about you? It it is truly our treat to have you on our show. We just wrapped up a hundred episodes of A Shot of Wrestling, and I could not find anybody better to bring on to episode one hundred and one than a future superstar, someone who is tearing apart the game right now. I mean, you're making waves from. West Coast, East Coast, up north, um, freaking everywhere. Out east, it's been an amazing experience for you, man. It really has. It's it's crazy because uh, just a couple years ago, man, like nobody wanted to really fuck with me. Are we allowed to curse on this thing? You could do say. whatever you want, man. It's your show right now. <laughs> All right. You know, a couple of years ago, nobody really wanted to mess with me, and uh, you know, now it's really changed, and I feel like uh, I feel like. You know, as cocky as I uh, can see this is going to sound, I feel like I, I'm literally changing the game for for uh, at least guys in Texas, for sure. No, absolutely. Um, and your YouTube vlog chronicles the journey of you getting into professional wrestling um, week in and week out, all the shows you're doing. And at this point, you're pretty much paying your way, your rent, your car, everything through your career, your passion of professional wrestling. What has been the toughest part so far? Um, let's see. I mean, there's, there's so much that's like hard getting even now. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be. I'm in a much better spot than I was a couple of years ago, but you know, we're still chasing more. Um, I guess one hard thing is just trying to be patient. That's one thing I've really learned over the years is, uh, you know, especially when I, after I was just a couple of years in, it was just like, you know, uh, the frustration of not being where I want to be. And then, you know, when I finally realized, like, you know, it's going to come 
you know, rather it's today or tomorrow, Vince is going to come. Just enjoy the ride. That's where I could really now, – now I more enjoy it, you know. Even though we're not where we want to be yet, I'm just enjoying the ride on my way there. Gotcha. And what a ride it has been. I mean, you competed in Impact Wrestling already, uh, BOLA, uh, and you were ranked 375 in Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Best Wrestlers in 2017. So a lot of great big accomplishments. Which one to you sticks out the most? Man, uh, BOLA was cool. Or just debuting for PWG was cool because uh, for like years, I'd be watching the PWG um, like highlight videos they post on their YouTube. And I'm, and I feel like people like think I do PWG like style wrestling for like the longest time and have asked me when I'm going to get there. And I'm like, Hey man, I'm, I'm working on it. So when I finally debuted there, that was pretty cool. But I mean, they're all, I couldn't really pick one to be like that. That's like the best moment of 2017. There's so many moments that's happened where it's like, it's special in their own ways. Like going to Japan for the first time, that was like super cool. But there's just too many to pick from, really. How is it being in Japan? Um, is there like is the crowds different between wrestling crowd? Is the energy different? What what's the big difference? Uh, you know, it's it's weird because like they they just show not that like fans here don't show respect, but it's just like they show a whole different kind of respect there. Like uh, just walking into the venue, there was people outside. And they were asking just like for autographs and I don't mind giving autographs one bit, but they were just like so thankful that like I signed their little board that they had. And mm-hmm. It was just, it was cool, man. And now in comparing, cause you've also been in Canada, you know, when we started the show, we said international superstar and you're really putting that to test because you've been in Canada, Mexico, United States, and now Japan, uh, out of all the different places you've ever wrestled, which would you say it's the best? Oh man. Trying to get trying to get me to get some heat in one of these countries. <laughs> what <are> you doing? <laughs> Not no, I don't know. Uh, Mexico has always been super cool to me. I mean, I'm from I'm from America, so it's like I don't know. Every everyone's been has treated me well. Japan, I've only been I've only wrestled there once, so I can't even really put them on like the list for favorite or best. I feel like once I go there a couple more times, then I can you know really judge how they. Uh, how they'll treat me more times you know so i guess mexico's really been good to me over the years yeah for sure and it's been quite a journey and we talked about that but what made you pursue this crazy world of professional wrestling um you know what what makes you even like wrestling you know like what makes you want to do this podcast it's like uh it's a love and it's a passion i feel like it, it that's about as most in depth you can go for because if i keep going it's, it's all gonna sound the same yeah it's just the love for it man i fell in love with it when i first turned on the tv and saw smackdown uh Rey Mysterio and batista versus uh eminem i was just like whoa <laughs> this, is, mm-hmm. this is awesome you know and i wanted to learn more and more and here we are as a fan who are you most interested in like who do you nerd out to when you see on tv like now yeah I don't nerd out to anybody anymore, especially because it's changed so much. But I don't know, man. When I first got into wrestling, um, one of the trainers at the Booker T Academy uh, where I trained at, he, he told me, you know, once I start training, you know, if I, if I keep pursuing this, I'm going to look at wrestling a whole different way. It's never mm-hmm. going to be the same. And he's right. I still love it, but it's like a whole different kind of love. Like, it's definitely not the same as when I first watched it. I guess. You know, when you do stuff, it's kind of harder to watch, 
you know, someone else do your job. So right. it's kind of hard for me to watch other matches and stuff like that. Very interesting. Uh, we have a big saying on the show, Sammy. It's that wrestling, it brings people together. Who in the business at this point do you consider a close personal friend or a mentor to you? Mentor, I'd have to say um, that'd be like Lance Romance. I don't know if you're familiar with him or not, but uh, that dude, he's helped me a ton over the years, especially when like when I, whenever there's like stuff where I want to rant. You know, he's always been there just to listen, and uh, he's kept me from doing a lot of stupid stuff. But uh, as for friends, like I have a few uh, close friends in wrestling. One of them would be my boy Lowrider. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrestles down here in Houston. Him, Eric Ortiz, those two dudes, like we traveled all around Mexico, all the way to uh, Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania together. But those dudes are my boys. Um, just recently, we're going to have a new Women's Royal Rumble coming up. So I have to ask you, who are your top three women wrestlers of all time? I don't know. Because, like, you know, I grew up watching WWE. So I feel like uh, that's kind of I'm kind of biased, too, you know. I'm sure there's, like, tons better than what I'm going to say or or as as good but you know I grew up being told that you know Trish Stratus was one of the best and uh, Lita so those two for sure um Gail Kim today's era I I'm, I I don't know you know I, I don't watch a whole lot of wrestling I don't really as, as fucked up as it's going to sound I don't pay attention to a whole lot of outside people mm-hmm. there's people that I know that that are, that are fucking they're sick at what they do you know like Christy Jane there's uh there's Barbie Hayden there's Tara Tara mm-hmm. um yeah you know there's stuff with them are people but I don't I, I don't really pay too much attention to anything but the Sammy brand really sounds like you're really focused in building the brand I think we've had a lot of people on the show who um sometimes are not as focused as you are yeah is- you know I was just gonna say you know that's one thing too is like I know where I'm going to get to you know eventually I'm getting past this so like I like no matter what's going on and that, that was one thing that was hard, too, is, like, when, when stuff's going bad, like, whenever I did have, like, a, a shoot job or whatever and just, like, you know, the stress of that, trying to get off work so I can go wrestle or and I didn't or when I didn't have a car and having to, like, you know, beg my mom to use your car so I can go travel the country, um, you know, and then just <laughs> arguments, battles, uh, getting fired from jobs, all that stuff. You know, it's, like, all that right there uh, would help me get through that was knowing that no matter what happens, eventually I'm going to end up here. I'm right. going to end up to where I'm going. So no matter how much bad stuff happens, no matter how many setbacks, we're still going to get there. We're just going to take different routes, and it's just going to be all part of the, the, the end journey, you know, or the, this is part of the journey of getting there. Yeah, no, for sure. How does Mama Panda feel about you pursuing this uh, dream of yours? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, Mama Panda, she, she more supports it now, definitely, especially now that I'm like, paying bills with it i yeah. feel like any parent at a third point when when uh their kids you know it's like they're getting older and they don't really get their shit together not that i really got mine together but uh, <laughs> uh you know it's kind of like you know they, they just only hey you know you, you might want to look into doing something else or you know just in case it doesn't work it out but now that it's it's kind of it's all we're just rolling and everything's going good she definitely supports it and she she loves she loves the videos. I don't know if you follow her at all on any social media, you won't know that she has two other sons because she's always posting about me. <laughs> You're the apple of her eye, Sammy. Yeah. You may not be Which able is to. Crazy. Yeah. Why is it so crazy? I was gonna say my because my older brother, you know, he he can he can play the guitar. He can he can sing. Like he the dude's legit a rock star. You know, he's 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 not in that, uh, where he wants to be yet, but uh, 
you know, whenever he gets there, I feel like it's going to totally change. My mom's going to go from the uh, all Sammy that is going to be all Lazaro whenever he, he gets that stuff going. Maybe he could teach you um, a little bit of, of guitar playing and being that rock star. He could be the next Chris Jericho. Oh, man. No, I'll, I'll leave it to him. Uh, I'm pretty musically inclined or would, uh, not coordinated enough for the strings and all that stuff. Yeah. You know? Is there any hidden talents that you have that we may not know about? I don't. I don't think so. I am maybe, uh, but like nothing comes to mind. I try to be pretty open on the vlogs and everything. So, yeah. what you watch is pretty much what you get with me. Yeah. Now you may not be able to share too much about it, but um, you had your tryout with uh, WWE. Um, how did it go? And if you're not able to share too much about it, at least let us know. Like, how was it getting that call, knowing that this was coming up? This is part of your goals to get to where you want to go to. Man, when I got the, uh, like, uh, I remember because me and uh, I think it was Hyann who wrestles for Booker T's over in Houston. I think we both got the email at the same time. We were doing extra work for the WWE, which was funny. We were there backstage and we both got the email at the same time. But, you know, it was, it was just like, it was pretty surreal because, uh, and I, I, I did take a little memory trick memory trip back to uh, mama panda's house uh go, i went in the backyard you know because that was where it kind of all started me and my yeah. friends trying to go and uh, recreate what we see on tv and put on our own little shows and from that from that from that kid to you know getting the call that hey we want to fly you out here to do a tryout it was uh it was super cool but uh, i don't get caught up too much and like wow this is awesome blah blah like i knew it was going to be a lot of hard work so mm-hmm. it was more like all right, now we got to like get ready for this. And uh, I mean, the tryout itself, it was just an eye opener because, you know, I, I kind of, it kind of like opened my eyes to a lot of things that the business is like. And so I, it was a good experience and it kind of like made me realize that I don't want to be in the WWE right now, you right. know, maybe, maybe one day, but uh, you know, I'm more, I, I more want to grow the Sammy brand. And uh, before I even think about going there, and hell, you know, with today's era of wrestling, you may not even need to go there. Let's talk about that for a minute because it is very true. And we've um, talked about it on the show. And it's interesting to get everybody's opinion on it. You know, right now, the WWE is not the end all and be all in professional wrestling. And there's so much more. And that's why we always encourage our listeners so much more great wrestling in your backyard. What do, how do you feel about the state of professional wrestling right now where you don't need to make it all the way to the big companies? Like, you can make a good, decent li- living in the indies. I mean, I think it's awesome. And, and right now, it's, it's doing so well. It's allowing guys like me to, to make a living, you know? Um, and I think it just also has to deal with like, just social media in general. Uh, to, in today's day and age, it's, you're, like, way more able to access stuff you wouldn't be able to access back in the day you can watch new japan literally with an app on your phone there's just it's, it's so much easier now to get seen but at the same time because it's so easy for everyone to go and send off their stuff it gets a little bit harder for people to see you because uh you might get lost lost in the shuffle of everybody trying to send in their tapes to this guy or do all that so i tried to do d- different stuff and then that's why i started doing the vlogs because i know like Kevin Owens was doing some stuff. I never saw any of them, but people told me he used to do some videos uh, mm-hmm. from going to show and show. But I didn't really see any. I know the being the elite too, they're doing somewhat videos, but uh, they're more like skits and bits. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like mine is more me. You know, I'm not really trying to put on a character or nothing. I'm just trying to be me. And uh, so I didn't really see any other wrestling wrestlers doing vlogs. So then that's why I was like, all right, well, no one's really doing this. So let me let me be the first. Right. And now I see like a bunch of guys jumping on the, the bandwagon. And uh, hey, the more the merrier. Um, the only thing I say is when people want to, because people always ask me like what kind of editing software I use mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I tell everybody, I don't mind telling you what what software, what camera, because it's, it's, all this stuff is a lot of hard work and people don't understand that until they start to do it. And then normally people quit. Yeah. I can imagine when, now like looking at your vlog, I, I see a lot of time going into it. When you're videotaping yourself, I mean, they're anywhere from 15 to 20, 25 minutes videos, but you're videotaping for a week's end. You know, you're going to your shows, you're waking up, you're going to the gym, your runs, you're, you're visiting your mom. You know, the camera is always on you and it's not like you have a camera crew. So, <laughs> you know, how, are you just used to like at this point filming yourself or always having the camera on hand? Yeah, pretty much, man. It's it's almost uh, <laughs> it's almost uh, torture at this point. <laughs> nah, but because um, the camera's literally always with me, and uh, I like to make videos. So that's the whole thing, you know. Yeah. Um, so the camera is always on me. Maybe it's something like I like seeing myself or uh, some some narcissistic nonsense. But I like just sharing my journey with people, and people seem to like the journey. Um, so you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep sharing, you know. And and is, until we get to where we're to. And is your other passion editing? Because I've got to be honest, editing is not the easiest thing. It's not for everybody. And it's also very time consuming. And looking at your videos, it looks like a lot of time goes into making sure that the final product is nice and clean. Yeah, I love it, man. Especially I got this new computer back in August. I, I was working with this like super shitty one for like years. And then finally saved up and got this pretty badass uh, computer. And man, editing is just awesome because it's like you have this idea in your head and you film all this stuff and then you get to go and then make the story. You have right. to like put it from the beginning all the way to the end. I love it. Um, it's almost like therapy almost, you know, like you get to just see it all. And especially if it's like been a hard weekend, like super stressful, traveling, sleepy, like all this stuff, you know, getting hurt. It, it just it. It's just like being able to watch it back and make this badass video. It's like, yo, this was all worth it, you know? No, for sure, man. I, I mean, just putting on our show, the editing, it's something you, you have to be, you have to be passionate about doing and to listen to, to listen or watch the final product. It is like, it's like your baby. You, you're, you're watching it grow and everybody gets to see him now. Moving on, um, you've had epic battles, man. Epic, epic battles, and you can catch many of them on YouTube. I mean, battles with Joey Janela, Ricochet, MJF Masada. Who in your career have you considered your toughest opponent so far? I mean, there's different things like toughness. Uh, I guess the most hard-hitting one, one of them would have to be Masada for sure. That dude, you know, Masada, he's on a whole, he's like a whole nother level. You know, um, I, I was in a triple threat with him and uh, Homicide, got the skewers in the head, you know, so that Shit. was probably like, yeah, that was one of the hardest hitting ones. But, you know, it's this, like an honor this, sometimes to get the skewers, though, you know, hey, you can you can have it. I ain't doing that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> he still but, terrifies uh, me to know. this day. I tell them every time um, had some drinks with him at the bar and every time I meet him, it's like, dude, you're like the, one of the scariest guys to me. But here's a shot. Oh, I, I can. Oh, I already hear him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, want to buy me a beer? <laughs> yeah. 
Sounds yeah. like him. Um, mm-hmm. so, so toughest opponent. All right. Masada. Cool. Um, list of dreams of dream opponents, anybody that you haven't faced that you want to face in the upcoming year or in the future? Man, I don't know. I had an opportunity to face like, uh, Osprey this past month, mm-hmm. but, uh, it didn't, it didn't end up happening because, uh, what's it called? Um, actually here, I'm going to turn on this camera here real quick. We're gonna we're gonna just put we're gonna put this question in the vlog. I think this will be a good one. All right, Let, let's go All for right. it. All right, boom. All right, let's redo. All right, ask me the question again. So we're talking about all the opponents. You mentioned Masada as one of your toughest. Um, but now looking into the future, who are your dream opponents? Someone maybe in 2017 or even further on in the future that you like to face? Okay, uh, now I'm gonna tell you this for the first time. Uh, um, what's it called? Yeah, yeah. I had an opportunity to face the uh, Osprey th- this month in January, but uh, <laughs> it didn't end up happening because I was already booked for Sabotage and I was booked in Canada. But uh, yeah, I, you know that was one guy. I was like, you know, me and Osprey. I think that would be a, a killer one. Besides that, I feel like there's just the the obvious: the Young Bucks, the Kenny Omega, Okada. You know, just mm-hmm. cause, but that that's kind of unfair to even say. They're just like one of the top dudes, top guys in the world. So, you know, I don't know. Besides that, I guess the real answer would be, uh, uh, like, again, this guy is also super big. But Rey Mysterio, I faced them in a tag match before, but I want to have a one-on-one match with him. Yeah, that'd be awesome, dude. Hell yeah. yeah you know, uh, but th- that's, that's, that's the dream one right now, for at least for 2018. That's the one I'm aiming for. That's that's a good one. I'm sure he'll be listening or watching. Um, and then when that happens, a shot of wrestling will fly wherever it's happening and make sure we're there to, to catch it live. Um, you mentioned earlier that um, WWE is not in, in the works for right now. But if it was for right now, could you be an entrance in the Royal Rumble? Could I be still? Is that it, what you're it, saying? It'd be sick. Hey, there's only one way to find <laughs> it. That, that'd be awesome. Uh, when we sit together a year from now, looking back at 2018, what do you expect or would want to have people say about Sammy Guevara? Well, let's see. A year from now, what do I want other people to say about me? Um, I don't know. Um, what I've always said is when people, what I want people to look back and say about me is that I'm just a kid who tried and did. And so in 2018, um, you know, I'm still, I'm still trying, you know? And mm-hmm. so I don't know if we'll be able to say that I did it, but, uh, 2018, I just want, I just want people to just know me more, basically. Like when, when I want people, when they think of Sammy Guevara, they think of me on the same levels as these Okadas, these young bucks, all these, all these guys. Cause, cause in my mind, I'm a bigger star than all of those guys, you know? And you might be in right now, you might be laughing or, or thinking oh really you're your biggest star than them but i feel like that's how you got to think you know if you want to succeed you got to think you're better than everybody and which is weird that not everybody thinks like that mm-hmm. uh, i was having a conversation with someone i think just this past weekend and uh i was like nah you're better than that like and they're like oh no i'm all right i'm like no 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 what the fuck like why are you thinking like <laughs> that you got to think that you're better than everybody out there like fuck all these people like at, or, at the end of the day this is a competition yeah. yeah. Um, There's only so much you know, room at the top. Exactly. And, you know, if you don't think that you're all that in a bag of chips, then why the hell should anyone else think that you're 
all of that and the bag. <laughs> well, Sammy, I'll tell you right now, everybody who I talked to that I was going to be talking with you, um, right now what they're saying about Sammy is that you're a really great guy, that you're really humbled, um, that you're a hard worker, um, That and these are some people in the business, some people who are just fans of yours, but you know, they gravitate to you because you are real. You're one of the realest persons out there uh, and you're working hard for that dream. And I totally believe in you and believe in your brand and believe in what you're you're preaching and, and, and that you're saying that, you know, it's not going to just be, you know, Sammy against the name one day. It's just going to be Sammy is the name. Who's facing Sammy? And I love that about you. Yeah. I love that hustle. Man. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know, it's, it's funny that you said that because, uh, just this past weekend at Sabotage in Austin and in Canada at ECCW, I was talking to uh, some younger guys and then also some people around my age. Or, you know, I'm, I'm a young guy too, but some, some, some people are a little bit older than me, but they were just like complimenting the videos and they were just telling, telling me that it motivates them. And then some people that are just now training, they, they say that it, you know, it helps them out, you know, and it's just like, it's crazy to me that, you know, I'm actually able to help people in a way like that's the point of the videos too is to just like if i'm able to do my dream like so can you yeah and the fact that it actually is helping people it's like it blows my mind you know because uh I, I was making i was making videos when nobody was watching them and sure i don't get i don't get a million views but i mean some people are watching now so it's like crazy yeah for well for anybody listening you have to go and watch these videos because like i mentioned before it's a real dude out there in the hustle chasing his dream and that's at the core of it this guy is out there chasing his dream and one day we will see him achieve it so join along in the ride if we were to follow you where could we do that i would say just go to youtube sammy guevara but any pretty much anywhere you you know i'm on all social media snapchat twitter facebook instagram i'm on all of it at sammy guevara you have some great merchandise too so where could we get some some t-shirts oh Talk man, about that, man. That's right. We got we got uh we got two t-shirts on the site right now. About to get some hoodies. Uh, we sold out. It's funny because we we had hoodies at the end of December and they sold out in a week. Wow. So we're getting some more hoodies. It's been um, cold days in New York, my man. I think I may need to you need to get those back in stock. I may need some. Uh, so next week, I'm picking them up, going to Mexico, and I'm going to be picking up these hoodies. I'm also going to be picking up another shirt, but. You know, I won't spoil that design, but right now we got two of them up there. We got some eight by tens. We got this pretty badass, like, uh, like it's almost like a comic book character of me. It's really sweet. So, you know, if you want to check it out, you go to SammyGavard.com. If you got some extra cash, uh, if not, you know, you can always just hit the subscribe button on the channel. That's free, you know. So, yeah. you know, I always tell people you don't got to spend money to show your support. You know, just simply liking a video or sharing a video, that's showing your support as well. No, absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a very chill, very cool conversation with the Green Man and Sammy Guevara. Um, there's something we want you to be part of, my man. You have to make it all the way to last call. Do you mind just hanging around there with us for a few more moments? I got you. Yo! Don't go away. You gotta stay to the very end of this. You gotta go and stay with me to the last call. Is none other than your boy, Sammy Guevara.
It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. So, Joe Green Man, great interview as always. But you heard it here, folks. On a shot of wrestling, breaking news. Sammy Guevara is calling out Will Ospreay. So, Will, you know, what's your answer, bro? Answer the challenge. Dial it up, 619-343-3005. Or just come on the show and answer him face-to-face, and uh, we'll see what happens. But, Melissa, let's get into the news. You ready? Let's do it. There's so much going on. Oh, so much. Professional football will be reimagined as Vince McMahon has officially announced the XFL will be relaunched. Now, if you turned in to Alpha Entertainment at 3 o'clock on Thursday for their press conference, you were treated to what they called an intro video. So in case you missed it, I'm going to play it for you now and uh, enjoy. This is the future. This is not the past. This is the future. And the future moves fast. This is quicker, simpler. Rules, reform, this is your game, safer, this is football, reborn, this is gaming, and fantasy, this is padded, roulette, make a trade, make a team, make a move, make a bet, this is fans above all, this is maximum action, let's stall, more ball, fewer infractions, this begins in 2020, the future is near, more access, more everyone, more everything here. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL. Amazing. If that did not get you hyped, I do not know what will. It reminded me of the, we're talking about this, the WWE 2K18 video game with Snoop Dogg. It's the same. Ba-bum, ba-bum, ba-bum. Boom! But man, I am hyped AF. You ready for XFL? Uh, hey, okay, I can turn your microphone off. You're gonna tell like that. <laughs> we we have very differing opinions the about XFL this announcement. We'll deliver a fan centric, innovative experience, well, including it- shorter, faster paced games with no halftime, a family friendly environment. Complemented by cross-platform previewing options and real-time engagement. So, that's badass. You're not a football fan, though. I'm a huge football fan. I love football. It, and it, I love wrestling. Okay. And I would love for my darling... Did you watch XFL back in 2001? I, I did. It was 2001. Hitman? Yes. Right? Yes. yes Which is right. like the shirt that everybody just started pulling out all of that. Including your boy, at Michael J. Putty. <laughs> Everyone... Don't wear it tonight. A little too tight on the stomach yeah, area, so it's not where it. You're super excited. I know you Dude, are. I did not get hyped. I stayed hyped. You are super hyped. I am hyped. so hard for this. And I am so sorry to take away your hardness. However. Oh, wait, you're not going to. Let me continue then. Ugh. Plans for the new XFL include eight teams, 40 men active roster, a 10-week season, including postseason, which will include two semifinal matches, and a championship game. So, I mean, what's not to get excited about? I'm all in. And I would love that. I would love for this but, to really be what he says it's going to be. And let me talk to you. Here we go. Heart to heart. I know. It's going to be. It, it, we're getting into XFL right 2001. This man announced it globally. Within a year, XFL is going to launch. And it did without the proper cons- consultations, without the proper preparations. It was, a, it was a shit show. Right. Now he has two years. He is not involved, so... He's involved in everything. Yeah, but <laughs> he's not in the same way he's going to have experts telling him what to work, what won't work. He's got more people telling him what to do and what not to do. He's kind of more hands-off this time. He also He has, learned from his mistakes. Yeah, that's the thing. He has that motivation of, I failed. 
at this already. He does not want like this black mark on his record. So he's no. going to he's going to jump back and he's going to be like, right. "Listen, this is the one thing that I did that did not work. I'm going to make this work." But in my heart of hearts, I don't think it's going to work. I don't. And I, I would love for it to as we too. all would love if somebody makes a mistake and they mess it up. We want them yeah. to come back. Okay, try, and try just, again. And try it again. It just is so much better than they did the last time. However, I but don't think it's going to work out that way. He's leaving all the wrestling out of it Vince this McMahon time. Vince is signing the paychecks. Yeah. He is going to stay on as creative chairman and CEO. He's not going to be involved in the XFL. I mean, While the commissioner, we're, we're not going to act like he doesn't have his eyeball on every single thing that's going on. I don't think he will. I don't think he'll have an input because he wants this to work. He needs. He doesn't want it to work. He, he needs, needs this to work. to work. He needs this to work. This really yeah, is the so one hyped. concept that he's put out that just flatlined. But no matter what it is, it's Vince McMahon. So no matter not what, if he's not the, doing no matter nothing. what he says, there really is no wrestling separation. Because he is wrestling. Vince uh, is the mad scientist. A friend of our shows, Mark Tolman, said on our Facebook post, and I quote, why do I see an Adam Sandler movie or a Texas Pinal League coming out of this? I'm shortening the product and stock. All caps here. Get better wrestling storylines first. Right. But here we go. I think you agree with him. I do. He's going to throw it down our throats. I don't think so. I'll give him a man no, a chance gonna, here. I, I feel like give he's, he's going to show up in 2020 super aggressive. I would love for oh, it man, to work. Just get frustrated as a wrestling fan where I'm like, come on. But There's to, so many fans asking for so many things. Did you watch XFL uh, 30 for 30 on ESPN? I didn't. The only 30 yeah, this, for 30 I've ever seen in my life is the Ric Flair one. And I probably cried it is about on my DVR. I have to watch that one. It's incredible. Please make sure you do that. If you please watch the XFL 30 for 30. I will. Come back next time with a brand new will, attitude. Will you watch the Enzo and Corey Graves interview that I really want you to watch? I wanted to. I think I might have deleted it because... I mean, don't, In other news, yeah, Enzo Amore. Do not take up space for this man because let's go with that segue. Please make sure that you A woman on Twitter that. has publicly accused Enzo Amore of... Ooh. Not sexual harassment, not sexual impropriety, rape. Yeah. The incident is alleged to have taken place on October 2017, but four months ago? Yeah. Where she claims Enzo restrained her before raping her. It's even hard to read these words. I know. I know. The Phoenix Police Department reportedly have opened an investigation into Enzo and have confirmed to myself on Monday, October 23rd, they responded to a local hospital call on you know, uh, a sexual assault case. But it's curious because it, if it happened on October, was it? Yeah, apparently. 19th? I mean, it, it's an old case. But then she went to the hospital four days later? It's weird. But the scientifically, I don't know how that works. I don't know how rape, rape the, kits work. I mean, I watched ER my whole growing up. Yeah, the, bi the biggest issue was, yes. I guess, the fact that he did not let the WWE know. That is why he's been And fired. that is why he got the future endeavor yeah no he, not, he didn't he even get, get to, yeah he didn't even get future endeavor they were just like all right bye. he was suspended when this came yeah, about he was suspended and then he was terminated just and once they found out he once you shot he really quick knew about it did not let them know he's like right yeah take care so there's a lot of people your hair. that are just like wow so he doesn't even need to get proven guilty but that is apparently endeavor. not the whole issue the main issue is the fact that he did not share this with the WWE mm -hmm. while this was going on. And 
it was months and months of investigation and now it's coming to light so now that yeah. the wwe was just like oh it's nice to hear this down through the grapevine as opposed She'll to let us know, buddy. letting us know because apparently enzo knew months ago so that is why he got the uh do you think if he knew as soon as it happened I and th- let them know i think he had to let him know no definitely I, but I think he should have i think he probably try to hide it of course no, definitely try to hide it but if he lets them know ahead of time like all right i had just with this girl she's saying it's right do you think it would have been different outcome i mean probably who, the, the who knows belt. who knows what this well, probably was suspended, saying when not she even... left you know she could have been totally into it and then at the end of the day she just decided i mean this it, it's shit, very yeah. weird and i never like to chop down any woman's allegations towards anything, but there's so Not many nowadays things going either, on. Right. It's so crazy. There's so much happening. There's so many people having so many different stories, and you can't even validate anything anymore. So it's all just word of mouth and how we're just listening to things and going with it. I don't know what's going on in this case. Well, on his official all. Twitter account, a statement from his counsel said, and I quote, Mr. Art fully and unequivocally denies these ac- accusations. Yeah. He is cooperating with the authorities in this matter. Looks forward to having it resolved in a timely manner. Neither Mr. Art or his counsel will have any further comments, so we'll wait and see. Yeah, but apparently it doesn't really have to do with innocence or guilt anymore. It's just Not about anymore. the fact that he hid it from the WWE, so even if he's cleared, I think Never that he's done. Yeah. I think he's done. I think well, also- that he did not, he was not transparent with the company, and you know, Enzo doesn't have the best reputation exactly. when it comes to the locker room, and I think that they were trying to find any reason to probably get him out the door, and this tiny little thing where he just was not letting them know what was going on. They were like, you know what? You screwed us. Bye-bye. I think they were looking for a reason to get him out. Bye, Enzo. So Enzo's gone. Enzo's gone. The uh, Cruiserweight title has been abdicated. We'll see. We might have Rich Swan coming In right In other by. news, Rich Swan has been cleared of all charges. Cleared of all charges. Prosecutors have said there was insufficient evidence. Might be so dancing his way back into contention. No word yet on his status with WWE. It's funny how timing works here. Yeah. But they have a zero time tolerance policy with domestic abuse do you think he'll come back it's weird i mean it is wh- very weird that's what i'm asking so. I, no pressure I, here as a no, first I've, female I, here i really would have me. said there's absolutely no way that he was going to get his way back into but the federation however the with what just no happened federation. i know that's not I, like I, 90s anymore I, that's how you can tell how old i am yeah <laughs> back into the federation but in this entertainment industry now that we've just lost enzo who knows I, I mean, I mean, they yeah, might really I mean, be scrambling for storylines at this point. Enzo and was a face of the division, but he now was, he was, but not not really. He was. But now that he's gone, you have who's representing? You him? have we, you, we lost that Neville. guy. Neville's gone. That Spanish guy, right? Like the, who are we dealing with? That other guy. We have Cedric. The uh, Gabagulak. So like, that's no, what we're dealing with. We have two people that people like. Literally, the audiences probably couldn't even really readily recognize but if, if you really. Rich Swan comes back. I don't think anyone's gonna give a fuck anyway. Either. It's not gonna. It's not gonna up any sort of audience at all. None. If you go and you bring him in, what's that going to do? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing at all, but just take the place of Enzo. Rich Swan is probably somewhere super stoked about all of this. Oh, definitely. He, he is so... He, he, he is the way... He's feeling the way I'm about the XFL. He is hyped. He's so hyped. With his phone on, not do not disturb. <laughs> Ringer, loud as possible, waiting. 
for the phone call. Just ready to go. But we'll see. I mean, whatever. We made, a, we made an analogy here on the show a couple months ago is back in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, the women's match was treated as the quote-unquote bathroom break. Right. The cruiserweight division is the women's division now. Yeah. No one cares. So this is a soap opera at the end of the day. There, there's yeah. storylines that you want to follow and there were no storylines for the women. It was always the men coming out and we were all like right now uh, on the screens that we're watching and you know we see The Rock right now against Mankind and we're in 1999 Royal Rumble and this was something that was led up to for hey. at least a year. Hey. Did you care the women were called Divas? No. A lot of women I, I personally did, so. didn't care. Yeah right. and, and went from the Divas title to the women's title and I thought yeah, that was amazing. That makes sense but, but like, Divas being yeah, that was fine with me. But I was never offended. I was definitely one of those people who wanted, you know, where every fan wants to buy the belts and show up to the shows of belts. I wanted that Divas belt. Okay. People hated the butterfly belt. I love that. I had no problem with it. I mean, I love that butterfly belt. I thought it was nice. Very nice. I didn't think it was a big deal. I didn't think it was too ultra feminine. So you're cool. I thought it was fine. Move on to The Miz. You just don't want to fight me about the XFL. Oh, are we still talking about that? I think I I owned you on that. I think we moved on with that. XFL is awesome. You just don't want to fight me on it. There's no need to fight. I hope that it's awesome. That's what I and hope. I want it to be awesome. It's going to be. I have a feeling it's going to work I this time. I want it to be. So at, least, at least two seasons. But you said The Miz. Let's talk about The Miz. The Miz defeated Roman Reigns to yes. become an eight-time Intercontinental Champion, making him just one shy of Chris Jericho's record-setting nine titles. So do you think Miz will break it? Yeah, I do. Talk about a couple weeks ago. I think I... The Miz knows his place. The Miz is not going to be in the main event picture. The Miz truly wants to be the greatest of all time, and I think he's going to become the greatest IC title of all time. I think so. I think that he is bringing to this title so much recognition that was never oh, there. Never. And he loves it. He loved, He walks in and he wanted to pull that, that whole heel thing of just, you know, I'm going to bring the classiness to the IC title. And, and it wasn't a gimmick because he did. Yeah, but, you know, when he first came at it and he came at it with Dean Ambrose because Dean was just like oh. the anti-champion, you know, roughneck. Dean to, Lambrose. Uh, I, I love Dean. Of course Dean. you do. I, yeah. that, Whatever. We'll have this discussion. <laughs> we will. I But I love Dean, and I think that he is great, but I loved that rivalry with The Miz and Dean more than anything, because The Miz came in suit and tie, and Dean came in just My ripped, style. ripped up jeans, just ready to, you know. As said last uh, episode 99, I, I hope they don't put Miz in the main event, because he's going to get squashed. I know. And lost. Give him what he wants. The greatest intercontinental champion of all time. And I think he is. I hope he does. He's got to give I him think two he more titles. Already title. is just for the pride that he's putting oh, behind the belt. Definitely, he, he was the first one that says, "Let me return Randy prestige." Savage type of pride behind the IC belt, where everybody always talks about the main heavyweight title, and he's like, "No, I want to bring mm-hmm. the class to this belt." And Everyone sees that, that as a stepping stone. He's the first one, like, "No, fuck that." Let yeah, me return. No. He's as... like, "I'm not second to last. I want to be." Mm-hmm. The person that owns this belt and turns it into number one. And he that's has Brock Lesnar been champion because the IC title has been the Listen, title. Brock Lesnar has showed up like twice in three Here months. And the Miz, the Miz is there every single week. Except that for six it, weeks when he's filming a movie. That's my defending champion. So to me, that's the champion of Raw. So Whoever good news. Brock Lesnar is. No one cares. That, that's not waste of time. Yeah. Another news. show up and do his whole thing. But. It's been reported that the Miz is actually in line for a big push because they're going to promote his new show, Miz. Yes. 
and misses on the USC, which I cannot wait for. I think it's going to be awesome. Oh, there's no way it cannot be awesome. Exactly. So, which means he's going to be in one of the main events of WrestleMania 34. Yes, he will. The room match is going to be against Braun Strowman. Yeah, I've heard that. Ugh. I don't. I don't like this. I don't either. But Braun Strowman he's is. Got, he's gonna win. He has to. He's gonna find a way. Fuck Braun Strowman. I'm over Braun Strowman. Listen. So I liked Braun Strowman, and I did because Talk about I it. have such a hatred for Roman. I don't have it. In oh, me. okay. You're talking about but, the wrong guy. I love but, Roman Reigns. But that's but that's the best part about Roman right now. Roman is owning his heel traits. Because I love to hate him. And a lot of people love to hate him. Not me. I love to love him. Yeah. A lot of people love to love him. But he's so easy to hate. The Miz loses. That's WrestleMania to Braun Strowman. He won't. I feel like I he quit can't. the show. I feel like, yeah, that's it. We're just going to throw chairs and tables and yeah, we're done I quit forever. The show. Like, we Burn quit. to the ground. That's it. <laughs> Burn it down. We are done. Another news. Daniel Bryan opened up 205 Live this week. He mentioned that Enzo Mori has abdicated, not vacated, abdicated the title and will no longer be a part of the show, which is kind of very vague. He confirmed that also 205 Live will be getting its own general manager next week, and the general manager will address the situation. However, the Wrestling Observer New- Newsletter notes the general manager is going to be a former superstar who has not been seen on TV for a while, but... Uh, how do you feel? I don't care. So, yeah. <laughs> but so I read the rumors okay. that at some point it was supposed to be Summer Rae. Yes, because... For it, months and months, apparently, it was supposed to be Summer Rae. But do you know why she was she, not given the role? Which is hilarious, but hit me with it. Go ahead. Because apparently. they felt she was... not felt noticed she was taller. Too tall. Than the majority of the cruiserweights and didn't want them to look smaller compared to a... Yes. female superstar exactly. so that either means they would but be okay sh- with them being smaller to a male superstar however they were apparently in talks about this for months i was so i loved i'd like to think that summer Rae didn't have some random growth spurt in the last six months oh thank you okay but all yeah. of a sudden the height the height was then, the reason that she could first of all i don't think that she should have been the GM for 205 Live. I get it, and I get the understanding behind it, but it just doesn't make sense. She wasn't doing anything else. What's she doing? Nothing. So I get the understanding of let's throw her behind this, but yeah. to go and throw out her height is the reason why she is eliminated so it was a, it was from a, being in contention. It was a this. tall man. Did we okay with it? I don't know. So they don't want they don't somebody want taller than the cruiserweight over than the cruiserweight to make them seem diminishing, right? So, uh, bada bing, bada boom. Meanwhile, Former they'll, superstar. Have, they'll have a storyline with Naya and Enzo uh, where Naya go. is very clearly over the white limit, but okay. Not in my case. Naya Jack hit me up at 619-343-2600. So I'm thinking, <laughs> Listen, they don't want anybody to diminishing the cruiserweights. they will give a better storyline to Naya. Oh, can be any worse. Enzo is can be any worse. Really can't get any So my so. pick for the 205 cruiserweight general manager, someone to make them seem bigger, okay. stronger, athletic, former superstar. No, they're picking uh, Hornswoggle. Oh. Hornswoggle's the only pick. I mean, he's the ultimate cruiserweight. Truth. Another news. UFC President Dana White spoke to the New York Post and confirmed that CM Punk will, in fact, fight again. I was supposed to say wrestle. Fight again in the UFC. Yep. Which I'm okay with. I felt like he deserves another chance. Me too. I'm not a CM Punk fan. Fuck this guy. You like CM Punk? I am a CM Punk tattoos. fan. <sighs> it's not because it's of tattoos. tattoos. But he has ass spanked. <laughs> 
And there's the question of will he come back? I'm like, Brock Lesnar got his ass spanked, yet you gave him another chance. So I'm sort of rooting for CM Punk here, which is kind of weird for me because I don't want like CM Punk. I'm hoping he delivers. It's kind of the same way I feel about Vince and the XFL. Please. Okay. Please. Take this idea XFL. that did not oh, work before wait. and make it work now. We need this to work for all of us. Uh, no date or opponent have been in mind yet for Punk. I but w- sooner the better. I want Vince one. to knock it out of the park with XFL. And Me I too. I want CM Punk to knock it I out of the park with his UFC match. Please win finally. Another news. You mentioned this earlier on. Stephanie announced that she will be a part of the commentary team for the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. So I've never really seen her on commentary too much as commentating. I've seen her as a character. Right. So I'm curious to see how she uh, plays out. And we talked about this off air. Pay attention to what she wears. Yeah. Because she's wearing high, knee-high boots. We are watching she's for wearing that in-ring gear. She's playing Michael Cole. She's playing a Jerry go. Lawler. Yeah. I want to see the Jerry Lawler, Michael Cole, Booker T moves where all of a sudden at number 30, her music hits. I'm okay with it mm-hmm. as long as she doesn't win it. Oh, she won't. She won't win it. She won't. But I, I, I think that she does deserve to be an entrant. But for at sure. Heel Stadium on Instagram, posted on our Facebook at Shutter Wrestling, uh, he rather see Lita do the commentary, which uh, makes sense because Lita's a badass. Apparently. But I'm surprised she wasn't she wasn't involved invited to Raw 25. I was just gonna say, apparently she wasn't even invited. Which makes no sense. She to the 25th part of the first main event on Raw with Trish Stratus. But and when you think about all the no women sense. that they brought out to the stage and announced and everything, like Terry Reynolds, but not Lita. When you think of Jacqueline, when you bring out oh. Trish and that whole era, Trish. you can't think of Jacqueline no, and Trish and Tori Wilson and Kelly, Kelly Kelly and Michelle McCool and all of them without thinking of Lita. Oh, I can think of so Kelly, it, Kelly and Michelle McCool without Lita. But I, Trish Stratus is like... A, it was a very could, noticeable absence. But they're both best friends. She had every right to be there. If you're oh, going no, if, if to ha- pull in people and I give all the credit you're Terry in the world, Reynolds in. you're going to pull in Maria Canellis. And people like that who I'd love to pieces mm-hmm. and I adore oh, yeah, and, and, and I have I have that, you know, respect for those divas and those women's champions and those women wrestlers. But you can't think of Maria Canellis and Terry Runnels and all those people without thinking of Lita. So I think it's really interesting that she wasn't invited at all. I agree. But speaking of the Royal Rumble, it was announced this week. The Royal Rumble in 2019 will take place on January 27th at Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona, which will mark the first time the Royal Rumble takes place in a baseball stadium Yeah, outdoors. I think it's going to be awesome. I think Chase Field does have a retractable roof, but it will be outside. I think they'll make it really cool. Should be interesting, yeah. I think it'll be really awesome. I think that the atmosphere is going to be super cool i think throwing it into a even baseball stadiums football stadiums throw it on a hockey rink wrestlemania football stadiums put royal rumble in baseball stadiums i like it give a city field yeah give yankee stadiums also no oh city field we're not sure when tickets will go on sale for the royal rumble 2019 however we do know that the tickets for SummerSlam 2018 will go on sale february 2nd you gonna go i hope so i doubt it i might spend that money i want to go i, I really want to go uh, you gotta go once definitely go this year have to i'm not going i've been to two wrestlemania uh summer slams i'm not spending the money to go to another one i went to one summer slam i went to a wrestlemania i really love some time did you go to jeez i went to one in brooklyn about two years yeah, but which two, one? three uh, years ago yeah. so finally let's wrap up the news here right quick hbo sports WWE, and bill simmons media group released the trailer for andre the giant a documentary for the life and career of Andre the Giant, which will be airing on April 10th. Fans, take a look at this. Can you believe that? Perhaps even, let's compare it to the size of my head. Andre the... 
So, I'm assuming you watched Raw and SmackDown? Yes. Raw 25 happened. It did. I've never been more hyped for a Raw than I ever imagined. You? How quickly did that hype fade? Oh, within like 20 minutes. (laughs) But before we get into the shitty show that was Raw 25, let's celebrate and embrace the previous 25 years. There's got to be a couple of highlights. Oh, yeah. What highlights of Raw do you remember? What stands out to you? What are your favorite moments of Raw for the last 25 years? I was a big fan of the Dolph Ziggler cash-in yes. on Alberto Del right WrestleMania, right? Rio, you know? Of the R role. Yeah, you had to do it. Yeah. It was so much fun. I love that one. That was a huge crowd pop. Um, Were you there for that? I wasn't, okay. but I loved watching it. I love watching the Jericho debut. Oh, that's a classic. In front of The Rock with the Millennium yes. Countdown. That was really awesome. What's your name? It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> it was such a great countdown. You really can't go wrong with that no. one. And then, of course, like the classics of the milk truck, the beer truck. I was surprised the network the, counted out. The Stephanie Whitman crucifixion. When it came to the oh, Undertaker, that, I mean that was hot. That's a classic. Yeah, but the number one moment Live sex celebration with Edge and Lita. with her uh, nipple popping out. Yeah, the number one moment voted by us fans was the uh, beer truck incident. Of course, so, like that's number one of twenty five years. That's number one. I think it's the most memorable for sure. Okay, you know, but I think you know there's been a lot more fun things that have gone on. I a lot I, more. I loved the Dolph Ziggler cash in with yeah, that pop. It's that, weird. That was a huge I've never pop heard that for before, me. but okay. 
I love that. You just hear his music hit and everyone goes ape crazy. I don't remember the year in front of me right now. No. But I am sitting in a hotel room in Phoenix for WrestleMania 26 with Green Man, our friend Jonathan, our friend K.O.R., our friend Danny. Don't know how it happened. Don't know what happened or how it came up. But talk about The Miz. I'm a big Miz fan since day one. I've been down since day one-ish with The Miz. (laughs) And uh, it came about, I don't know how it happened. It was so long ago. And we had a bet how I believe The Miz will become champion, world champion within a year. Okay. Green Man didn't believe me. No one believed me because the Miz was a joke. He was a fucking nobody. Okay. However. So the bet was if Miz is not champion within a year, yours truly would have to take his shirt off, paint himself oh. green, oh. and join Green Man at the next year's WrestleMania. Hey. I'm like, all right, that sucks. I don't want to do that. But, you know, I got I got a man up. Let's do this. The great man asked me, what if the Miz is champion? What do you want? I'm like, oh, man, I couldn't. I don't, I don't know. What do I want? Our friend Jonathan tapped me on the shoulder and goes, if Miz is champion within a year, you own the rights to Green Man. Oh. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. That's in April. Fast forward, what, July? Miz wins money in the bank. Flash forward to November, Miz cashes in his money in the bank. Yes, he does. And becomes WWE champion. And your boy, at Michael J. Putty, owns the rights to Green Man. A moment (laughs) I will never forget. A moment that I will literally mark the fuck out for. I was jumping up and down in my living room. As you damn well should. Running around in my living room like, oh, fuck. It's just one of my highlights of Raw, it, amongst many, was that because there was stake involved. That's your moment. That was my moment. Miz, yeah. Miz becoming WWE champion because now I own the rest of Green Man. So legally, Melissa, you want me to call Green Man? You'd be called, I'd call you Green Man. <laughs> if you want to reach Melissa, you can reach her at, at WWE Green Man. You can <laughs> dub know. me Green Woman. Ah, no problem. <laughs> There's a lot of raw moments. One of my raw moments as a kid was I was doing a book report. Okay. Of course, it was due weeks ago. Yeah. But Way I wait till I before would, you started working on this book report. I wait till the last minute. And so I'm in my parents' bedroom. My mom is pissed. Do this. We got to do blah, 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 blah. My father storms in the bedroom like, um, I think you guys need to come out here. I remember his face. He was just drawn. I'm like, I'm a kid. I don't know what age I am. I can't do the math. Too many shots of wrestling. <laughs> we go in and that's when Shawn Michaels is being carried off the EMTs when he was integrated by Owen Hart. Yes. Playing up the whole attack at Albany. <sighs> So that moment I'll never forget. The whole Miz moment I'll forget. I mean, I could go on and on. We both could go on and on. Which I very but much went through like, as a child with Shawn Michaels. Because uh, that was not game fate for me. So there's many raw moments. We can go <laughs> on and on. We could do a whole show about we, raw moments. We really could. But let's get into Raw 25. What are Ooh. your cheers and heels of Raw 25? If you I'm going to give my Raw cheers and heels. Please do. Yeah. I narrowed it down to a couple because Raw sucked. If you want yeah. to know my live reactions to what happened on Raw 25, go on Twitter, search the hashtag MJP is Raw, and I live tweeted Raw so you find out my Raw reactions, my commentary of what's going on in that moment. But let's get into our moments a week later. What do you got for Raw and SmackDown? Uh, Raw first. The best parts? The worst parts? Which one? Let's go with, let's, let's start with cheer. So what, what, do you, what cheers? What did you right. like about so, Raw? Uh, I mean, we're talking Raw 25. Yes, we so, are. 25 years of Monday Night Raw. They, narrow it down to three hours. Uh, I, I should have. Yeah. Had so many positive things. Oh, to say. yeah. It should be all cheers, right? However, me and you yeah, were both hyped. It really should have been all cheers, no cheers. However, I was talking about everybody. Like, Monday night, I got to go home because I watched Raw at yeah. nine, 9 o'clock, 9 15. And Raw has always been my show over SmackDown. Uh, excuse me. I mean, it's. Oh, well, it's then that's where we differ. And but like Raw honestly, 25. Can we just stop really quick? No. And say Raw that 25. You, you just burped. I, I say excuse Super, me. Yeah. I say excuse me. So, so we don't have to stop the show for that. But I'll let. Oh, let's pause for editing. Let's pause for editing. 
I'm, I'm all right, so I watched Raw at nine o'clock, nine fifteen. But this time, like, let me watch Raw at nine eight o'clock. Let me watch live. Let me live tweet it. <sighs> it just did it, not live up to the hype. No. And yet, cheers and heels. I was super happy with Raw for the DX reunion at the end. Made me it was hyped all show, and it happened what at ten fifty. Yeah, I mean to pull to pull out DX was awesome and we knew that it was coming we all knew that they were all going to show up but we didn't know i mean i didn't know that it was going to be this Ooh. dx right in the question balor club collaboration if china was still alive think she'd be a part of it i yeah i don't think so i think she should be she should be yes but yeah. i don't think she would have been would she have was been? stephanie been no in, way uh, yeah i don't think so but did she deserve to be? Oh, without a question. Without a doubt. She should have been there before a lot of other people were there. Ballard Club. What? Yeah. But anyway, so you cheered the Ballard Club. Loved okay. the Ballard Club, DX. I, I can't even say reunion because I don't know if they've ever done this yeah, before. Why but was... No, but it was really great and I love that. Mm-hmm. I I thought that that was a really great positive for the show. And of course, The Miz. Oh, man. Taking the title. Eighth. From Mr. Rowan Reigns made me I mean, after super duper Rowan happy. Reigns kicked out of the skull crushing finale the first time. He did. Yeah. Your boy, Epic Chip, but uh, have my doubts. I'm like, all right. Oh, no. Yeah, that was it. Oh, I was no. like, and that's it. He's, he's going to take it. It happened again. And uh, Miz won the IC no, belt. I'm like, yeah. Awesome. Took that Great. belt off him. So we share that. We, we share that cheers. Yes, so, uh, we it, share that got? cheers. When it comes to my jeers of Monday. Heels. And my heels. heels, yeah. I well, I'm going cheers and jeers. I'm just saying. no. How we do it in the show yet? You heal what you don't like. My heel moment, and I hate to say it. Don't the Undertaker. I don't blame you. Explain. Talk about it. It hurt me. Because <laughs> it made no I, sense. Yeah, it made, it made zero sense. It was a very pointless, pointless promo where he came out and he said all these weird things. You know, I, I understand. Yes, over the last 25 years. Wow, well, yeah, we heard that before. Done, yeah, and that was the thing. We've heard this before. You're supposed to set off the mask between John Cena at WrestleMania 34, but yet you did not That's do that. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for I mean, the I don't, WrestleMania hype, something. I don't, wanna, I don't want to see that. I would have taken a little. I want him to be retired. Yeah, I think he's done. I think he was done, I mean, the last ago. Last year with Roman Reigns, great way to write up the sunset. I thought that was it. Push Roman Reigns. I didn't think we were moving legacy. forward anymore I don't after need the Roman see, I don't, Reigns. I don't need to see Undertaker again. Once he had John the, Cena, what's, what's on the line here? Once Nothing. he had the loss to Roman Reigns, I thought, okay, so that's it. Exactly like you said, right off into the sunset. Please. But if you're going to come out and you want to go and go another round, and I mean, for WrestleMania this year, it's more than likely going to be him and Cena. Yeah, it's a rumor. They, but, they, uh, they, they have Why? They haven't had the Cena Undertaker match, so they're going to go care. for the Cena Undertaker match right care. now. Of course, we don't what's care. A, what's on the line? They Nothing. Two part timers wrestling. And I'll you think- know what? You know what? Undertaker, John Cena, WrestleMania 34, it's- bathroom break. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's great, what's crazy. It's going to be a great match. That's our bathroom break. Match of the year contender. Both of us can go. There's nothing on the line. Listen, There's C- no storyline. Cena's going to pull mm. out some more moves, and he's going to go crazy in the performance center, and but he's going to try to learn some more shit. All of a sudden, let's let's throw a random curveball here. Was The Miz was saying in an interview how him, John Cena, the tag team match for WrestleMania last year, nobody cared about. Nobody would give a fuck about. But right. however, they made it something worth caring about. The Miz made it something worth if caring If anybody about. could make this match cared about, it could be John Cena and Undertaker, but... Oh, there's nothing on the line here. I don't see it happening. Once I don't Brock see... Brock Lesnar beat him. I don't no care place. how hard they Robin go Rain to make this hype happen. I'm not going to get hyped for this match. I know that either. I'm not. There's, not. there's no reason. 
for for so, Cena Undertaker, Undertaker, I'm already bored. They were tired. People at the WWE listen to the show. Don't make it happen. It's I'm, not worth it. Yeah, I'm already bored Keep with it. the concept. I'm out. I'm bored with the conversation. Let's move on. What else you got? So we also have what's going to happen with Finn Balor. Uh, no one cares. Anything I else? do. No one cares. I actually with care about Finn, Finn Balor. Because I actually but love Finn Balor. But the Balor Club? Oh, but that's the thing. Geez. I feel like they're going to bury him right. at the fuck club. Talk about it. Here he goes. You're, 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 your stage talking about it. No, it's not. I'm just saying, like, they're going to go and they're going to take Balor Club and they're going to run with it like the NWL. And I really am still waiting for Finn Balor to get that title shot again. Doesn't he owe, isn't he owed a rematch? Yeah, but we're going to run with Bullet Club, DX, whatever yeah, it is cares. that's going on right now, and they're going to do the whole thing. I'm going to cheers uh, Corey <laughs> Graves. He snuck in a Bud Light Dilly Dilly reference. <laughs> <laughs> when Devon went to the top rope to talk about the was up, what happened what mm-hmm. twenty years ago? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he should be saying dilly dilly. Yes, Corey Graves, you're in tune with me. People my age, am I? Yes, I get it. yeah, I got it. You got it. Yeah, but yeah, do that. <laughs> and Darnell Mitchell tweeted me saying how he felt that the whole segment with Dully Boys should happen at the Manhattan Center. Yeah, I agree with him. I agree because well. that match and uh, that segment was like, okay, great, but it could have been so much more at the Manhattan Center. I also just think that these guys that were. The classics should have all oh, been Center. at the Manhattan You know, Dully Boy has never been at the Manhattan Center with the WWE because that was past their prime. You know what we're getting into. Yeah. Do the legends, do the classic moments at the Manhattan Center. Yeah. And it was funny because us, as New Yorkers, mm-hmm. when the tickets first came out for Raw 25, Talk about it. I didn't understand. So they were going out and they were pushing all these tickets out for Manhattan Center and mm-hmm. Barclays. But there was no real explanation of who was going to be where. Not yet. There was nothing. It was mm-hmm. just, so we're going to do Raw 25. It's the 25th anniversary. And we're going to do it in two separate locations. No explanation. On Which would be cool because all right, and, right. half the Raw is on Barclays with the new guys and half Raw going to be at Manhattan Center with the older guys. Right, but that was not the case. That was, yeah, twas not the case. And None yeah, of that was got explained. Hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I feel for the people that were at the Manhattan Center. To do what? See the Miz and Ric Flair off air? Oh, that's cool, but... Yeah. yeah, so the Undertaker come out to a very pointless promo. Pointless. Super pointless. They saw DX and Balor Club do the whole reunion. And that was fantastic. But, I mean, when you were talking about a three-hour... It was the official... Pe- I read it was the official passing the torch of the two suite right. from DX, which they never had it in the first place. It was NWO. Yeah, it was NWO. To the Battle Club. Exactly. And they went and they passed the torch. But at the same time, you're talking about a three-hour show. But don't fucking cut Razor Ramon intro. And they cut Razor. They, cu- they cut Shane the next day. <sighs> they cut him in half. I was like, what is the point of any of that? But yeah, cheers, the Manhattan Center setup. I love the iCal Pro. Looks great. Banner hanging off the balcony. Yep. The, the referees. Sirens. The sirens. The Old graphics. The sirens. Yeah, that was really awesome. And the referees wearing the blue shirt with the black bow tie. Yeah. They, they paid attention to detail. Even the crowd, for some reason, just looked like that like 18 to 45 male crowd that you saw at ECW Including house our shows. friends at the Boulevard Bullies was fucking front row. Very Hammerstein ballroom looking crowd. Loved it. Let's get for Until the actual show started. And then I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh. Oof. Bless us. Feels so much better. Thank Bless you. Trying to hold that in for a while now. <laughs> But I got to heal the Raw. It's like, that's your main event for Raw 25? Was that three minute? Wait a minute. 
just hear myself say three minutes. Obviously, you're a fucking Russian because you guys were way over. But that's your main event. They had Brock Lesnar, I Kane, s- and Braun Strowman come out at about 11.10. And do I saw, what, a couple weeks ago? This show used to normally end at like... <sighs> oh, man. Oh, Again, excuse me. Bless you. Oh, your perfume. <laughs> I'm, so, I, I'm, I'm too strong for you. I'm so sorry. We are watching Roy Rumble 1999. We one of my all-time favorites. J-E-double-F. <laughs> J- we are watching to Jeff Jarrett and Deborah. Uh, I met them once. Down to this I, met, I met them once. I their autograph is great. I did not get to meet them. I always wanted to, though. Oh, I feel like Jeff great. Jarrett would be really awesome in person. Oh, he's great. He's awesome. Uh, we are bypassing the main event of Raw 25, the opening segment with Stone Cold and the McMahons. Yes. Which I thought was awesome. It was awesome. I missed those days. Yeah. That was, I'm a McMahon fan. I never got into Stone Cold. I but I love the rivalry. Huge Stone Cold fan. I figured. I figured. But after that, it was kind of a lull. Right. It just went to shit from there. Straight south. I'm like, I was so hyped for this. It was a bummer. It was a super bummer. And the only thing I can think of that was more of a bummer is if I was a ticket holder at the Manhattan Center. Yes. Once again, if you want to find my live raw reaction to what happened uh go on twitter hashtag mjp is raw you watch smackdown i do you prefer raw or smackdown i overall not this week but overall you're a smackdown girl or raw girl overall i would say i'm a smackdown girl overall welcome to the club welcome welcome to the star wrestling family the raw sucks i mean but i think is because smackdown is blue blue's a cooler color it's calming and it's two hours (laughs) it's two hours it is a very calming color i don't sit for three hours i will say that blue is definitely a calming color for sure. Do you have any heroes for SmackDown? Know, Go I'm, for it. I, I, I love Shane. I think Shane's fantastic. Oh, not a question. I've always been a Shane McMahon fan. You and me both. So now with Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryant, who's going to be the face? Who's the heel here? And that's the crazy part. I feel like DB, Daniel Bryan, is going to be the heel in this. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, that's how it's shaping up. They're building it for Shane. They're building it for Shane. They're building it to make Shane the feast superhero of whatever this rivalry will be. And I kind of love it. I think that Daniel Bryan is going to be awesome as a bad guy. But he's not going to be a real bad guy. No, he's not. Because the fans are going to be behind him no matter what. He's going to be like... Exactly what's happening now, where he's kind of pushing KO and Sami Zayn, and he's behind the independent dudes and all this stuff. He's the underdog. He's always been the underdog in his career, so he's going to be the underdog now. I know. Uh, what's he got? You hate him. No, no, I like Daniel Bryan. <laughs> it's just like he's obviously, it makes more sense for him to be heel here because he's the face. People are turning on Shane McMahon here, so it kind is, of makes more sense. Is this going to lead to Daniel Bryan back in the ring? No, he's not cleared. I know. Which. What means it leads to a whole bunch of nothing. That's the that's the hard part. Although it's weird because many other doctors, according to him, have cleared him, but not the WWE doctors. Yeah. So so that's like the in between part is that people are continuously saying that DB and Shane are going to have this match at WrestleMania. Oh, I've never heard that. I've heard that. Oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, where it's going to be a Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon match sense at WrestleMania. It seems like they're building to, but it makes won't happen. total sense. But it's not going to happen physically when it comes to just Daniel Bryan's condition overall. I mean, I hope it does happen, but it'd be amazing if he's, somehow he's rumored to be a surprise entrant. And I think it was Las Vegas odds have him as one of the favorites to win the Rumble. Right? How can he win the Rumble? He's not cleared. But if somehow. Somewhere. Somehow, some way, somehow, some way, 
he gets cleared, I would love to he see does. that match with him and Shane McMahon. Oh, I would too, but he's never getting cleared. Ugh. Aside from that, what else did you like about SmackDown? What else did you not like about SmackDown? Let's see. Gender is definitely losing that Oh, the that best of all heat. time? No. I think it's winding down. That's it. Oh. He's, he's mid-carding, and he's going to sit in the mid-card for a little bit. And I'm okay, okay with that. And I loved Randy coming in with the random mark. Oh, man. I that. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Great. We've needed an RKO out of yeah. nowhere. I appreciated that. It was great. Yeah. Oh, shit. They're so necessary. I need those RKOs out of nowhere. So I talked about preparing you for the show. Yes. Talk about we got cheers, what we like, and heal, what we don't like. I apologize. I've omitted something. Cheels. Oh. To what cheer, is a cheer? To cheer and a heal. Something we like, but don't feel too comfortable liking. Oh. I got a chill for you on SmackDown. Please. Tell me. Bobby Roode wearing the United States title outside the robe. That cheers at because it shows off the belt and it's not hidden underneath the robe. Okay. But I heal it because it just fucking looks weird. Don't do that. It didn't sit well with me. It's just not supposed to be outside the robe. But how did you feel about Roman? Roman's the best of all time. Throwing the belt over his shoulder. That was, and that was badass. Everyone seems to have an issue with Roman throwing the belt over his He's shoulder. Like wore- it was like a hobo satchel. No. Not me. I liked it. It was different. Hey. It was cool. All right, great. But it just I and I always wanted people to wear the belt prominently. But now that I see it, it looked weird. Looked weird. Should be under the be- underneath the robe. Underneath you think the robe. So? Yes. Now you gave me a brief synopsis of your cheers and heels, and I'm going to dis- disagree with you here because I'm cheersing the Uso Gable match. I'm looking Ooh. forward to this match. Ooh. The potential of this match and this rivalry is going to be my opinion, the pick match of the night for the Royal Rumble. I you love, don't like this rivalry. Though. I love the Usos. I'll say yeah. that right now. Yeah, they're my superstars of the year. I love Shelton Benjamin. Tony Cable? No. I don't either. He has won me over. Every I, match he delivers nonstop. It's I great. I feel about him the same way I feel about Jason Jordan. I just I, I just can't. Neither one of you winning you over. But at the same time, they're doing their job as a heel. That yeah, they make me job. hate them. They, and that is the whole point. The whole point is for them to really incite that hatred out of me. And I don't like them. Who looks better, Jason Jordan or uh, Chad Gable? Chad. With his tag team of yeah. Benjamin? Yeah. I, I, I think Shelton Benjamin's amazing. I thought it was a shade tag team. It was lame and boring. American Alpha 2.0. But now that they're heels, showing personality, showing what they got in the ring, and Usos are letting them. I, I think it's all Shelton. Uh-huh. I think it really is Shelton carrying this team. I'm not a not big... Not in the ring-wise. I'm not. Leadership-wise. I'm really not a Chad Gable fan. He's won me over. He's won me over in the last... What's it? The he's, getting he's getting he's there. He's getting there. He's getting there. And I think something. that he knows that he's paired up with someone that's amazing. So he's like, you know what? I got to pull out all the stops on this guy. I got to really step it up. So I, I, I love that I'm seeing Chad Gable be better on the mic and actually trying to get a personality. Yeah, that's the problem. But he, in the ring, he delivers. He's not much of a personality, though. No, that's what he uh, tries. Benjamin's for. But he he's tries. working. He's much better than he has been. And Shelton's always going to have that history there where, you know, he's good to go. Yeah, I'm going to throw a random cheer. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Come here. Check out that number 10 perfect guy showing some screen time. Granted, it was a backstage promo on a cell phone. But, hey, number 10 guy. Take screen time anytime you can get it. Do you remember his name? Ty Dillinger. Thank you. I love Ty. Why? 
I think he's great. I think he's super talented. And yeah. I think that he's just going to sit in pre-shows and that kind of stuff. So is Zack Ryder. He's doing nothing. I love Zack Ryder. Oh, my man. He's my dude. He's awesome. Yeah, he else was uh, SmackDown? Cheers or Heels? Let's see. What else happened on SmackDown? This I said no. Okay. I'm going to cheers no. the overall show for SmackDown because it was a successful go-home show unlike Raw because SmackDown prominently hyped the men's Royal Rumble. Yeah. The women's Royal Rumble. Their main event match. Raw just half-assed promoted their main event match. Didn't even give a touch the men's Royal Rumble. They didn't give a shit about the Royal Rumble. They Everything slightly was about touched Raw's the women's 25. Royal Rumble with the Asuka thing. But, I mean, you can't really blame them because Raw 25, but it was not a good go-home show for Raw. No. It was a great go-home show for SmackDown. Yeah. That's all I got for SmackDown and Raw. We expect, your I, I mean, when I went into SmackDown and watching it on Tuesday, I expected a lot. Because I knew that Monday was so focused on the 25th anniversary. And they delivered. I, I had no problem with SmackDown. Yeah. I knew that SmackDown was going to show up and come through. There's so. some ratings here. Uh, Raw, of course, Raw was the 25th anniversary. Drew a whopping 4.530 million viewers, which is up a whopping 39% from last week's 3.25 million. This is the first time Raw hit 4 million since the post-WrestleMania of 2016 and is the best numbers the Raw has drawn since April 14th, 2014. Four years. Nice. So congratulations, Raw. Raw was number one for the night in viewership and number one for 18 to 49. SmackDown this week drew a 2.580 because it wasn't anniversary. Don't hit on SmackDown. They delivered. Yes. SmackDown was down point. 8% from last week's 2.602. SmackDown was number 10 in viewership behind the night, behind a bunch of fucking random cable news shows. And the number one show on Tuesday nights, The Curse of Oak Island. You watch that show? I'm trying to get, no. people, in, I'm trying to get people involved in this show. I haven't. History Channel, Tuesday nights, 9 o'clock. <laughs> There's an island off the coast of the North Atlantic <laughs> with a buried treasure. Anyway, what? Anyway. We'll get it over here. Uh, SmackDown was number two in viewership between 18 to 49. Follow me on the Curse of Oak Island. Total Divas this week drew a two, uh, six zero nine thousand, which is an increase from last week's 593. One of the best rated shows of the season. Impact drew a two, I'm sorry, 310,000, which is up from last week's 309,000. So SmackDown's gaining viewerships, I guess. Guess. All right. By a little. Let's talk about the Royal Rumble. Good friend of the show, Erwin, the voice Escobar, was hanging out with myself at back of my apartment a couple weeks, uh, last week, and he watches wrestling not religiously, but he watches. He doesn't watch Raw. He watches SmackDown. So he's over here talking about the triple threat match versus the handicap match. I'm like, yeah, they don't want two triple threat matches, right? Because they can't have two triple threat matches. He's like, are you serious? Yeah, they don't want two triple threat matches for title belts. They just felt it's too weird. He's like, listen, I love chocolate donuts. <laughs> Are you mean tell me W doesn't want me to have two chocolate donuts? <laughs> I mean, I love to. Why can't I have two chocolate donuts? Why can't I have two triple threat matches? I'm like, I don't have an answer for you because that's a fucking great analogy. That's a great analogy. Why yeah. can't I have two? Why don't they make two triple threat matches? Build their tension between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Genius. Exactly. Anyway, besides that, let's get into the card. Tell you the matches. You give me your you have predictions ready to go. Let's go. Oh, this has not been edited because the first match is Enzo Mori versus Edge. <laughs> let's get down. Let's just blow um, after that. Yeah. Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan Woof. defend against Cesaro and Sheamus. 
Chances are on Sheamus. Why? I, I really want to see the Seth Rollins, Jason Jordan team fall apart in the most dramatic way. What's well, the rumor? It's going to be uh, yeah. Jason Jordan, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. That's what I don't want to see. Yep. And Dean, I need Dean to come back. And he, won't be, have, he won't come back. He's not ready to come back. He, but whenever he does, something crazy is going to happen. Usos defend against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Now, the formula that W uses. Okay. If someone wins before a pay-per-view, they lose on the pay-per-view. Okay. Chad Gable won. So the Usos retain here? I think, oh. the, I think the Usos are going to drop the title. I think as well. Yeah. I, I, Not think, only because it, I think it's Chad Gable it's about time. and Shelton Benjamin. And I think they're going to take these titles away. It's about that time. I think it's about time too. Yeah. It's going to happen. The titles. Brock Lesnar defends against Kane and Braun Strowman in a triple threat match. The bummer is that I should be more hyped about this match than I already am, but I'm not no because I have no hype around this match. I'm just going to say, gonna yeah, yeah, Brock is going to win it. AJ Styles in a handicap against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn once again. As much as I love AJ and Sami, I for some reason think that AJ is going to retain the title. Definitely. Yeah. I rather, I think he's going to walk into They're, they're pumping too hard about the shared title with Sami and KO. That they, and plus, Kevin Owens yeah. uh, like Sami Zayn beat him cleanly. Right. Is, it's not going to happen too. Exactly. So they're going to go out and they're going to let AJ retain and then we'll do them one-on-one whenever i guess for wrestlemania all that meant nothing let's get to the main events the 30 woman royal rumble first time ever which is why you're here i wish that miss charlotte flair was in this match i do because she wouldn't obviously i the thing is now like we talked about two three i think it was three weeks ago the rumor was alexa bliss was going to drop the title to oscar right before the royal rumble yeah. So uh, uh, Alexa Bliss could enter the Royal Rumble, which I was all about because it opens the field of potential winners. Right. I mean, Asuka's got to win. How do you not? She's undefeated. I don't want her to win this. I don't want her to win either. I want my I, girl Nia Jax to win. I think it's an easy answer to go say Asuka. I would oh, yeah. love for Nia. But then if she doesn't win, they could go the whole Nia, uh, Asuka's been, never been pinned. Yeah. And a one-on-one match. So I'm hoping they go that route because I don't want Asuka to win. I don't because I feel like this is an easy way for her to get eliminated and not counted as a loss. Just get her out. It doesn't matter. She does not need to win this match. Do you think it's, it'll be a, a main roster person? you think it'll be an NXT person? Or you think it'll be a surprise entrant? I think it'll be a main roster person. Who's I don't the, think it'll be I don't think it'll be a surprise entrant. I would love for it to be Becky. Of course. Someone that's really gonna take this and run. Not Sasha Banks. Give me Becky Lynch. No, Give I me don't Nia Jax. Those are my I, two picks. I would love for Nia when it comes to Raw. Yeah. I'd love for Becky to get it. Like I said, if it I mean, if we could get well, Nia Charlotte Jax. in, that'd be amazing. But Charlotte's not in contention. So I'm going Becky when it comes to SmackDown. But I I, I mean, I honestly think that she deserves it. She needs to take uh, it. I'm going with Nia Jax. I think the storyline of Nia Jax and it looks like Bliss being best friends makes a good storyline going into WrestleMania. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be probably Nia is going to go and eliminate Alexa, and there's going to be some really well, good. Well, not in the match. champion. Oh man, that's a, that's kind of the rough part too, though. My are, favorite. Are you people excited are more about the women's it. or the men's match? I'm more excited for the men's. I'm more excited for the women's. I'm really more excited unpred- for the men's because I feel like the more unpredictability. It's more the women's is more open. It's like oh, I mean, besides the Oscar shit, right? But that's like, the oh, thing. Okay. I feel like they're just gonna go with the Oscar shit. So going to the men's. That's what's gonna. Who's happen. your pick for the men's Royal Rumble winner? It's so tough. 
It is tough. I have no pick. I There's can't. so many options. There's so many. Op- I mean, the and rub- that's probably the best part is that when yes. you, you normally go into the rubble and you're like, oh, Roman Ro- Roman's going to get it. Batista, exactly. Roman's going to get it. Batista, Triple H. Like you go over the years and you're like, this is the person who is the clear front runner when it comes to the Royal Rumble match. There is no front runner. And it's not really because, I mean, it could be back and forth. You know, it's the people that, you, like, it's just not being promoted. A lot We're not pe- excited. A lot of people we are picking, not excited. Chase uh, Game come over. Are you about that? Mm. I don't see the storyline going through WrestleMania. I hope he's not, I'm not a fan of his. Yeah. But I hope it's somebody surprising. I mean, I'd love to see somebody new not involved in the conversation. I want those mid-card people. Yes. Give me a surprise entrant. Give me Beckham Batista. Right. Give me but someone in the middle. Don't give me fucking Cheesecake. Don't give me a Randy Orton. Don't, don't give, give me, me Roman Reigns. Don't give me a Roman Reigns. Don't give me a John Cena. Give me give me somebody like a Zach. I mean, I've always wanted like a, someone, a mid-card or nobody. Give me give me a Bray Wyatt. Give but me a Ben money. Fowler. That's not money. Give me all. I, exactly. That's that's the I mean, issue. My pick would be fucking Miz or I mean or Zach Ryder. But that's not money, and it just sucks. Like if I could pick anyone that I would love to win this anyone. rumble, Here, go for it. I'll pick Elias. Oh, okay. Throw in Elias. I would love that pick. I would love Elias to go. I in would there, love that pick. Rock everyone. Because WWE. Yeah. Walk with Elias. That's what I want. I want him you know, to walk through. My new pick is Elias. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I want Elias to win this Rumble. We do too. All right. <laughs> High five. That's it. There we we want Elias to win this Rumble. So that's, our, that's your predictions. Yeah. Because well it, it, it's just too tough to try to even back anybody else. You want to back John Cena and then all of a sudden Roman Reigns is the man to beat. And you're like, you can't win. The I mean, thing was, it's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the title. Right. Which to me assumes SmackDown wins the Royal Rumble. I don't want them to though. Because it's too odd. It, it, we all know Roman Reigns is going to face Brock Lesnar. Yep. Don't give him the Royal Rumble. Let someone in SmackDown create a better storyline going into WrestleMania instead of giving us what we know is going to happen, like happened at WrestleMania 31. So dope is somebody in SmackDown. I know. I, I I would love that. Raw has had their time. Oh. We're done with you. For 25 Ra. years. Embrace the era of SmackDown Live. Exactly. Buy stuff. We're going with the Shane era. Oh, yeah, so... Yeah. And well, I really do love the Shane and Daniel Bryan rivalry that's going on right now. How much time comes of it? I, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that we're probably not going to get the Daniel Bryan crazy yes movement that we want, but mm-hmm. we'll see what happens because I feel like this is going to lead to something. What's well, our Royal Rumble show in a nutshell? Any go-home thoughts for you? What do you got to say for yourself? I'm super excited. I cannot wait to see the show. I think everybody should watch it. And I think that it's really going to have some surprise entrants that are going to... What surprise entrants do you want to see? down all of you. I can't think of one surprise entrant for men, anyway. Uh, I swear to God, if Michael Cole jumps out from the side again, I'm going to knock him senseless myself. Pay attention to what Stephanie's wearing. I'm watching what? all of them. I watch Michael Cole. I watch Booker T. I make sure that they don't come out with a helmet on because yeah. I cannot deal with their When you said the graphics, there's, there's only 18 women and like 12 men shown. There's going to be a nice amount of women that are going to be a surprise entrant in this. Because so. like you said, we have, what, maybe 18 accounted there's, for? I think 18. So we have 12 women. Maybe. 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 We're going to be 10 from NXT. So that means you get eight surprises. I'm curious. 
Which, when it comes to the WWE, I'll just say like three, three to four surprises. None of the surprises are winning. So they're not going to win, but I want them to make it an awesome show. Well, for the first ever woman co host of a shot of wrestling, I think you've kicked ass. I hope so. We've gotten way over our time limit. I know. We can't stop talking to each other. Yeah, you've done badass job. <laughs> If people want to see you, if people want to talk to you, where can they reach you? All right. So I am Ink Spired Missy on Instagram. And that is the only... No Facebook. No, no Twitter, no, eh? No, no, I only no do Snapchat. one social media. No Friendster. it is the Instagram. Which is, again, repeat it. Ink Spired Missy. And that's all I got for you. Well, back in episode 99, uh, your boy at McJ Party was the voice of BCW's Dangerous Intentions. I'm positive you're awesome. But there's a match between a team called The Breakfast Club. Never heard of them before. Didn't know anything about them. And I mentioned on the show during my commentary, oh, wow, those guys are pretty badass. They're fucking winning me over. I think that's all I said. <laughs> well, at Shot of Wrestling No A on Twitter, we see the tweet from Francis Kip Stevens at Francis Kip S-T-V-N-S. He tweeted back to me saying, thanks for the good words. Glad we won you over. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Kip Stevens, Breakfast Club. You're my new favorite tag team. <laughs> I look forward to seeing your next match. Hope it's at BCW's anniversary show in March. I'm hoping you'll be there. I will be. All right, that's all I got. Well, during the news, you read, I read your co- some comments, some tweets, some likes and dislikes. Uh, make sure if you want to get involved in the conversation, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Shot of Wrestling, no A. Facebook.com slash A Shot of Wrestling. Instagram, A Shot of Wrestling. Get involved in the conversation. Like things, comment. We'll read your comments on the show. So get involved. We'll, uh, the show is from the fans and for the fans. So this show is for you. So please get involved. So for Green Man, for Sammy Guevara, for the beautiful Melissa at Inked. Inspired. Missy. I have been your host at Michael J. Putty. Until next week, Putty, yo. All right, we made it to my favorite part of the show. It's last call. We've had the drinks flowing all night, and we're feeling really toasty. Sammy, are you still with us, my man? What's up? What's up? I'm here, man. What's good? All right, so this is how last call works. We're going to ask you rapid fire questions. You're going to tell us the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? I'm, uh, I'm a little worried, but I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> and away we go. What is your favorite adult beverage? I don't drink. I'm, I'm straight edge, actually. So what? That's no cool. adult beverage. All right. Um, energy drinks. I, I know that that's and, that's a good one. Yeah, that one I can for sure answer. It'd be Bang Energy. If you're familiar with that product, it's a ton of caffeine up in there. Uh, check out Bang Energy. Delicious. Sweet. Try the root beer or the black cherry vanilla. Nice. Other than wrestling, what is your favorite sport? Uh, I guess UFC, but that's just because I'm a Conor McGregor mark. Oh, so, yeah. Are you an ass man or a tits man? I'm a I'm I'm a mind person. I want to <laughs> get to know their mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool. What do you nah, eat nah, on your cheat day? Oh, uh, what do I eat on my cheat day, man? Here's here's something that is gonna kill kill my gimmick here. But uh, I could I just eat whatever I want. What? I just eat whatever I want. I got fast metabolism. I don't go crazy. I don't really fuck with sweets that much, but I kind of just eat whatever. Lucky motherfucker. Now, what's your favorite karaoke song? Um, I don't think it's a karaoke song, but I the only song I actually know all the words to is Mac Miller's rap song, uh, Miss Calls. Mm. 
Who is your celebrity crush? Man, there's so many because so many hot women. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's Ariana Grande. Um, there's there's that Emily Ratajkowski something. I don't know Ratajkowski or something. I don't know her last name. <laughs> uh, what is the best organization that you ever wrestled for? Uh, the best organization Sammy Guevara has wrestled for will be all of them. I love all of y'all. Uh, that's not just a political bullshit answer. Uh, I love them all. What is the one thing you nerd out to? That'd be Dragon Ball Super, uh, which I'm very upset because it's coming to an end at the end of March. Oh. And finally, oh. what is the first thing you would do with a big WWE paycheck? Uh, man, how big is the paycheck? That's, that's the question. It's going to be big. Huge. Brock Lesnar, huge. Uh, um, there's so many like Michael Scott. That's what she said right there. But, <laughs> man, I don't know. I'd probably uh, pay off my mom's house. You know, uh, she's, she's helped me so much. Uh, my mom's has helped me so much over the years. And, you know, when she didn't have to, you know, she's let me borrow a car, all sorts of, all sorts of shit she's done for me. So I, I'd want to pay off her house, maybe buy her a car, too. See, Sammy, and that's why we love you. That's last call. You survived it. You could come back on the show anytime you want, my man. Thank you. Nah, man. Appreciate you having me on. And uh, you guys keep it. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>